You are locked on Cougars. Welcome into a special edition of the podcast, a spring ball day one recap, letting you hear from the coaches and players who spoke to the media. You'll hear from Kalani Satake, Jaron Hall, as well as Tyler Batty. They spoke to the media following practice earlier on this evening, getting this out to you so you guys, the listeners, can consume it in all of its entirety. So without further ado, let's get to this bonus edition of Locked on Cougars. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Appreciate you guys taking the time to download this bonus edition of the show, something I'm going to try here. And if you guys like it, we'll continue to do this. But I am going to be putting the raw audio, and what I mean by raw is all the audio I collect in the media scrums at BYU football practices this spring. I'm going to create a bonus episode of the show, put them all in a podcast for you guys. You can hear them in their entirety. Hope you guys enjoy it. Our regular editions will have more of the audio cut up, kind of more of my insight on things. This is where you guys can kind of go in and listen to the entirety of the media session, take from it what you will, and make of it what you will. So without further ado, let's get rolling here with BYU head coach Kalani Satake. Okay, well, uh, practice one uh, in the books. Thought it was a really good day. Um, Really impressed with uh, Jaron and the offense and the timing. So defense, we have some things to go through, but the install was, uh, you know, focus on uh, fundamentals and technique but uh, like a lot of the new bodies that we're seeing on the defensive side and and a lot of the uh, the guys that are coming back it's pretty pretty obvious that our team got a lot stronger in the last couple months of working out so we tested our guys in the weight room and, and uh, I really like the numbers from our whole group so overall as a team really happy with the strength numbers and we'll see how it transfers over to the football field but I'm really impressed with that specifically the D-line the strength in the D-line so take any questions you guys have we still got like Caden I saw on social media yeah he's like yeah. Up these crazy amounts of weight was that a renewed emphasis this offseason in terms of the weight room I, I think the guys just came with a, with a different um, type of attitude in the weight room you know and um, it showed in the numbers. It showed in the testing. So I was really, really pleased with, it, with what we saw from the testing of all the guys. And every position group got stronger. And, and um, that should help us out in, in terms of the weight room allows us to, to be healthier, too. So strength t- training sometimes doesn't get enough credit for the, the injury prevention that it has on, as, as in the program. So This is your seventh spring ball. Mm-hmm. Compare that to the readiness level of the team compared to the other starts of spring ball basically with the continuity of the coaching staff yeah that, that's a big thing i mean i, I think we were able to add some new guys but it's also the continuity that we're seeing from the return players the experience on both sides of the ball you know and and also in special teams the fact that we have our our place kicker and our punter back all that stuff matters and, and going into this year we can just focus on on the little details of intricacies of, of our assignment and um, as a program, I think it'll help us uh, a big deal. Not worried about guys uh, depth-wise trying to um, you know get experience. Now we're just more concerned in, on uh, competition and who's going to win the spots because there's a lot of really good players in every position group. There's a lot of position battles going on. You've worked hard to develop the leadership approach, player player-driven leadership. <laughs> Talk about how how that pays off on day one at spring and what you see. 
Yeah, I mean, I talked about leadership and guys stepping up, but we, we have a capable team of, of leaders. It just It's my job to put them in a position to lead and give them um, things to, to work on and things to, that I want their feedback. And, you know, I, I think it's it's a key for me to give them the autonomy to, that, to own the program. So um, it's just easy just to ask for leadership. I think I, I have to do my part, and me and the coaches have to do our part, putting in the players in a position to lead. Keanu Saliapaga back is a pleasant surprise. How, yeah, <laughs> he's back back to practice and uh, he's healthy now, you know, or healthier. And so, um, guy that's played a lot of a lot of games for us and started. So, uh, adding him to the to a deep O line is really good for us, and we'll see uh, how much we can use him. I, I thought he was limited in practice today, which was really good for us. And the goal is get to the fall, but there are there are a lot of other guys that can use more reps in the eleven on eleven stuff. Is it strange, Kalani, not having a starting quarterback battle this year? Yeah, I mean, the quarterbacks are always going to have to battle for playing time. I, I think it was interesting to see the other quarterbacks and, and how um, I thought overall the quarterbacks as a position group did really well today. And that's, I thought, I thought the timing that they had with the receivers, and it helps when you have a bunch of receivers that can catch the ball like, like our guys. But the new guys on the field, like Cody Epps and um, you know, you got Chase Roberts and those guys that, that are just filling in in where we left. Uh, you know, not having Neil and not having Samson. Those guys are stepping up, and I see in the tight end group, you see see guys that are stepping in for you know, Dallin Hooker's doing a really good job, but others are stepping up um, to replace Isaac Rex. And um, but, you know, there's a lot of capable bodies, so I'm excited about that. We'll see how it goes in the competition. How is Isaac? How is Isaac doing? He's doing good. He's yeah. He's progressing. So uh, we're hoping to get him back by the fall. You saw Michael Harper at safety there. Yep. The two minutes you let us watch. You did, huh? <laughs> Dang it. Is that permanent? <laughs> um, all our all our corners will play safety. All our safeties will play corner. So. Good, good job catching that. You mentioned the defensive line showed a lot of strength gains this offseason. Yeah. Um, I know you don't like to necessarily highlight just one individual. Kate, Caden Haas looks like he got stronger, but are there any other defensive linemen that really made a lot of progress? This All those guys got strong, but Josh Larson has changed his body. He's over 300 pounds now, so yeah, that's big. And, and when he was 260 not long ago, and I could probably go down the list. I think... I think the all, the entire defensive line group wants to prove something, so um, they get they get to go against a really good old line every every day. That should make them a better group. So we'll see how. It, but the fact that they got in the weight room and got stronger that shows that our guys are have a different mindset going into this year than I've seen from the years past. Is that a carryover just from some of the struggles they had in the run rush defense game? Also? Probably. Yeah, you just you just keep egging them on, guys, and <laughs> talking about how good how they're not really good. Just keep doing that for. They'll listen to you guys more than they will to me sometimes. So, I, th- I think just they know they know that there's a lot of people questioning them, and it's, it's okay. It's okay. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to lie to them, you know. So they need to step up and stuff the run and get some sacks, and then we'll be really good on uh, as a team. With Chris Brooks coming from a, a P5 program, does he have the inside track to be that RB1? Oh, there's a, there's a bunch of guys that can play that position, but he looked really, really good today, and and. Um, you know, I, I thought he and Lopini looked really nice, and Hinkley did some good things. I mean, that whole group, um, McChesney, I mean, that whole group, it's deep, too. So, uh, But from what I saw in Chris and the plays that he made, uh, he, he, he can really fit our scheme. Do you want to have a, a starting running back 
RB1 emerge, or is it going to be running back? You come to running back by committee. Yeah, I'm not going to put a, 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 a like a deadline on it, but um, once I don't know if you guys remember, there wasn't like a deadline when Tyler took over as a starter. It just kind of happened, and so maybe this will be the same way. But yeah, we'll see. Go ahead, Jay. I'm just wondering who else you caught at different positions. Like, I noticed so-and-so was long-snapping. and <laughs> saw Kingsley lining up at right tackle. Um, yeah. What appeared maybe be a first unit. I mean, what's what type of talent or potential does Kingsley have in the program? Kingsley can play any position. We, we have a, a number of O-linemen that can play um, all of the positions. The only difference is he can't play center because he's not snapping. But um, we'll teach him how to snap, and then away we go. But uh, I think we have a... Whether they play left or right, it gives us a, the ability to just have different lineups, and, and we're going to try that out in the spring. So, yeah, we might see Blake at left and right, and Harris play guard and tackle, and CPA can play all, all five positions, so it's looking Joe. So we'll play around with it a little bit, make Jay's job a little bit harder. <laughs> you got the NFL Combine this week, and Tyler's going to be out there. Do you have any role with him going out there talk, in terms of talking to teams, coaches, GMs, that type of thing? Yeah, I'll, I'm open to talk to anybody that wants to talk about our players, whether it's uh, Tyler or others. And so I, I, um, I think I have a good relationship with a lot of people in, in the NFL, and if they want to talk about them, I, I talk about our opponents quite often too. And uh, anything I can do to help, um, you know, the scouts and general managers and head coaches and coordinators know more about an individual, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can to help them achieve their dreams. So. We've also seen you expand your staff. You saw the five new announcements this week. Is that just kind of the beginning, you feel like? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's unprecedented. It's not just only five guys, you know, so we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know if there's a limit to it, but, like, let's just keep it going. I, I think Tom and, and the administration doing, is doing a good job at getting us the resources, and there's a lot more that we propose and we ask for, and, and we'll get there. But I, I like the... the I like the momentum that it's gaining and the opportunity that we have to have, you know, just just to add a resources that get us to that level that we need to be going into this fall and definitely into next year. Which teams would you like to see stay on the roster when you, or not on the roster, the schedule? Schedule? When you go to the Big 12. I don't know. If we can play 20 games, I'd love to see them all. It doesn't matter. I like playing football, so I, I don't, I, I let uh, the administration, Tom, handle those things because there's contracts involved in TV deals and stuff like that, so, um, I just go and coach whoever's out there. So, you know. Tom said his preference would be in-state schools as much as possible. Would that be yours? I don't care as long as they get get a team ready to play. I don't know if I'll take games on a, on a Tuesday or Wednesday anymore, but <laughs> but you know, it's, it doesn't matter. We just want to play football, and 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 my my job is to get our guys ready for twelve guaranteed opportunities to play. And so, if I can get our team ready for those twelve doesn't matter who it is line them up and let's play any other questions what uh, changes if any do you plan to make with the you and two you plan to make with the defense this year just get more disruption and more big plays on defense that's i've been asking that for that for a long time now that's the expectations that i have and um, but we want to stop people from scoring so uh, basically everything is what i want i want to score as many points on offense and on defense i want to disrupt and 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 um, not give up so many points. So that's the key. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't know. It's 
not rocket, rocket science. So. Hey, last question over here. Ben. I think you you said something to the effect of when you started as a head coach, you wanted to create humongous offensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like you, you've reached that, that, that. I know. The that problem level. is I'm gaining weight, too. <laughs> Dang it. You know, so if I'm, if I'm going to expect our players to gain weight, I better do it, too. So I could, I could afford to lose some weight. But, yeah, I want big boys. Is this as deep as it's been, though, since you've been here as far as the offensive line is concerned? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about our depth. I, I thought we've always had some really good t- talent. But um, the, the game-ready talent I've seen from the O-line, I, I, I mean, don't underestimate the D-line. The D-line's going to be really good, too. And they're strong. They're just young. And uh, they'll grow up a lot in the next next few months before we get for fall camp. So I'm excited about the big boys. I want to see them, you know, put the helmets on and clash a little bit and get bigger and stronger. And But gain more valuable com- competition and, and experience, some violent experience in, the, in, the, in spring football. There you go. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake speaking to the media earlier this evening. Coming up here momentarily, you'll hear from Jaron Hall, BYU's QB1. What does he make of the first day of drills for BYU? We'll get to all of that in just a moment. Real quick reminder for you guys that this edition of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Football in it's reality. The actual regular season may be over, but basketball is in full steam ahead mode for both pro and college hoops. For all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Even futures odds when it comes to football, they're all available to you guys at BetOnline.net. And it's not just basketball or football. BetOnline.net is your source for boxing, hockey, and UFC odds. They've got everything for you guys, and I mean that sincerely. Head to their website today or usually your mobile device to learn more excuse me about the trends and action available to you now it's all courtesy of your friends at bet online where the game starts time now to let you guys hear from jaron hall byu quarterback speaking to the media earlier this evening here you go thoughts on on what it was like getting back out it's fun yeah i think it's fun for everybody day one's always a lot of excitement a lot of question kind of filling things out from a lot of the you know new guys so it's fun to see the wheels start to turn a little bit starts to figure it out as the practice goes on so it was, it was a good time how do you anticipate this spring being different than last spring there'll be a lot of emphasis on our team drills um, and, and especially staying healthy during it so playing fast to the whistle keeping everybody healthy uh, but just you know really showing a lot of energy every play from an offensive defensive standpoint so i think team will be huge for us what do you what do you want to improve on most yourself yeah just my accuracy passing the ball uh, being a little quicker with my timing and just you know filling the game out a lot better slowing it down your unit's a little bit different without Baylor. Yeah. What's, what, what are you seeing from the guys? What you see today as you, as you watch your unit work? Yeah, everyone, everyone has a shot to play in the QB room at spring ball, which is great. Everyone looks good, to making the right reads, making things simple. Um, that's just you know, a product of A-Rod and his time with us and, and how simple it makes it for everybody. So they all look good. Uh, we'll be in good hands. In terms of staying healthy, what is the schedule of doing three practices a week and one more extra week? Is there practice due rather than like, what you did last yeah, week? I think it's just that you'd say expand it out a week and a half to get the 15 practices in, but you have a couple more days off during the week. So we'll still be in here lifting the days off, getting film session, and then also doing some recovery work. So just getting th- you know, three practices, just give us some extra chance to heal up and make sure those practices are good and we're not you know, going through too much on our bodies. Are you feeling health-wise yourself? Good, really good. Back yeah. to 100%. Back to 100%, yeah. How's the offense plan on uh, replacing Tyler Algier? I don't know if there's a plan to replace a guy like that, but uh, next man up. You know, all of our guys are they look good today. All the backs, you know, who it'll be, you know, you never know because that's how how good of a running back room we have. But uh, just every day, day by day through spring balls, how you replace them, continue to get better and, and find, you know, who the next man up is. Is the, the offense looking for a feature back or could it be a more running back by committee this year? 
year? Whoever whoever steps up, you know, last year Tyler stepped up and kind of took over, and that's the way it went. Years past has been running back, you know, by committee, so you know, you never know how that'll play out. Yeah. Big as he is, man, he looked light on his feet today. And same with all the running backs. They look fast and explosive, they look light. And so I think you know it's the product of all his hard work and I'm excited to see what he does for us. You and Pena have been around for a long time. You're a fifth year junior, I think mm-hmm. sixth year senior. Yeah. Is that how weird is that to think that yeah, I still have eligibility? <laughs> yeah, we were, we were joking around about that right before Scaly, I think it was, for our first rep. It's cool, though, man. You know, you don't get that a lot of places. You don't get that opportunity. You know, not a lot of college kids have. So it's fun to be here for so long, get to know guys so well. And dudes like Pena, you've been here with the whole time. It's it's fun to see, you know, how things have, have become what they are now. Obviously, Samson and Neil moved on. But you've got Puka and Gunner coming back. Do you like having at least some of the continuity back? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's always nice when we don't have to worry about, you know, finding chemistry with an entire new receiver group. So we just get to build off what we did last year, and I think after today it's already coming along really well. Jaron, you've had two straight years of success as a program. The expectations just rise after that type of success. That sure, sure yeah. Embrace those. Yeah, absolutely, and that's that we always have. We've always embraced it, you know, regardless of what the media or outside people think. We know who we are, we know what we can do, and, and who we can be when we're at our best. So that's the goal, is to be our best every day. Jaron, did you get a chance to go back and watch um, film postseason and in that evaluation, what did you see? What did you like? What did you want to improve on? Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time watching last year to know what I could build off of. I think just my accuracy down the field, um, giving guys chances to run with the ball would be a big step in our offense. Um, and of course, that comes down to timing and a lot of other things as well. Um, and then obviously, just just finding ways to stay ahead of the defense, keep myself out of any situations. Um, you know, I don't need to be in to, to keep the longevity of my body. And so, those are two things I'm really focusing on right now: is just mentally build myself and, and just becoming a top tier dude. What is uh, Aaron? communicated to you about maybe having a bit more autonomy within the offense. Yeah. I mean, you're now, you, you got some years under your belt, you understand the offense, uh, you're going through install right now, mm-hmm. will you have a little bit more autonomy to, yeah. to do something? Yeah, I think, and that's the, the beauty of this offense, it's so simple that we can get out there and kind of make plays as, as we are as quarterbacks and what we what we you know are, are good at individually, and so A-Rod, everything's so simple that I really don't need to go out of my shell and do extra stuff because everything's right there, you know, right in front of you, every every ingredient you need to, you know, to, to produce something well on the field, so, but yeah, being here so long and knowing the offense Knowing A Rod for as long as I have, um, you know he's he's very open and willing to let the quarterbacks you know share what they see and what you know what we might want to add or or take out. You know, could you speak to your offensive line? It seems like you're pretty deep, pretty big, pretty talented. I mean, it's big as a smile on my face right now, man. Those guys are beasts. We're we're deep as we ever have been, maybe ever in in BYU history. You know, as rich a culture of old line as it's been here, this program will be really good this year and we'll run deep. So I'm I'm excited to see how those guys play out, how that competition airs out with all of them. I love those guys great for everything they do <clears throat> Jared, what are your impressions of christopher brooks he looks good man he's light on his feet today he's a hard worker i mean every day he, he tells me everything he needs to do better so he's he's, com- he's committed to being his best self so i'm excited for him and, and i hope it, you know everything works out for him this year with us you guys brought in houston he really i'm very excited you're going to incorporate the fullback position that's another thing, man. It's, uh, we are so we're so deep in so many positions. That, that's the coach's responsibility, not mine. So I don't know what they're gonna do or how they're gonna put everybody on the field at once. But I'm sure they'll find a good way. I mean, Houston and Mason, Isaac, Dallin. I mean, I could keep going on. Our tight ends are so deep, and it's the same every position. When the baby cries, who gets up with it? I open my eyes, I go back to sleep, and my wife takes the load. Yes, she does. I'm not even going to lie. She's a, she's a superhero. I love that woman. And my wife, she's awesome. 
Jared, could you speak to the quarterbacks that are behind you that are going to be competing for playing time? Yeah. Great talents, Jacob, Cade, uh, Soljay. I don't know if Soljay's out here. Yeah. Nick and yeah, absolutely. Everyone who's followed their careers from high school till now, they've all done special things. From high school guys that haven't played here yet, they look good in camp. Jake looked good last year in his opportunities, and he'll continue to get better. And that's just the product again of A. Rod. He keeps everybody, you know, in the mindset of next man up. And we've seen that last couple couple seasons for us at BYU. So I think any quarterback to come here, they, they got to realize that that your time could come at any snap, any game. So they look really good. I'm excited for those guys in the futures. But on the stage, you're a rugby fan nowadays. Ah, the Warriors, man. Absolutely. I'm learning. I'm learning. It's a good opportunity. Yeah, definitely. What's the readiness level of the offense compared to this time last year? Uh, whole leaps and bounds. You know, returning most of your guys as opposed to a lot of guys last year. Skill positions not playing a ton. Um, quarterback position, the same deal. So now you <clears throat> return a big majority of your starters and a lot of your playmakers. It's yeah, it's. It, I think it, it showed today in practice where we were at. Jaron, how has NIL impacted you? Specifically, a lot of people say it takes away from the game. We just chatted with Tyler. He said it's actually given him more time. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. It impacts me. My wife don't have to work anymore. So that's, that's the number one thing. Make a little bit of money here and there. Support your family. For me, I got a baby girl. So it's a, it's a lot of stress off the shoulders, and, and it allows me just to go out and play football, love it, do everything extra I need to do. So I'm just grateful for all the people who take shots on the college athletes, help us out in that regard. And uh, it's a great thing. I'm really, really you know, happy and, and grateful for it. There you go, BYU quarterback Jaron Hall. His media comments coming up as we round out this special edition, this bonus edition of the podcast. You'll hear from defensive end Tyler Batty hoping to lead this BYU defensive line to glory in 2022 after a pretty ignominious 2021. We'll get to his comments here in just a second. First, though, today's show is brought to you by a great sponsor of this podcast as well as one of the major, I guess, beneficiaries of name, image, and likeness. You just heard about it from Jaron Hall. Well, BYU football players are beneficiaries of a name, image, and likeness agreement from our friends at Built Bar. Built Bars are the best tasting protein bars that I have ever had. I mean that absolutely sincerely. I like to use the pun bar none. I'm serious about that. I have had hundreds, if not thousands, of protein bars in my life, and Built Bar, they take the cake. They are the best I've ever had, and I would encourage you guys to give them a shot as well. If a protein bar is not your cup of tea, check out all the other products at Built.com. They have got all kinds of stuff. The new thing that I think they're really harping on right now is the Built Puff. What it is, it's a protein-infused marshmallow bar really, really unique, but at the same time, extremely delicious. They got three really cool flavors, really delicious flavors, churro, coconut marshmallow, and my personal favorite, banana cream pie. Absolutely incredible. They are so good. They're going to be your new favorite. You can give them a shot, and the best part is just like regular Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Go to Built.com, check out all the different available options to you guys. Once you're there, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15 off your order. Support BYU football by supporting our friends at Built Bar. Wrapping up this special edition of Locked On Cougars with Tyler Batty's comments to the media earlier this evening. The defensive line very much under the microscope during this spring period. And Tyler Batty, he understands that better than most. Day one, it was like awesome. Yeah, uh, great to be back doing what we love. Um, so it's it's been it's been a short turnaround, you know couple months um when we finished the season but uh it's great to get back out on the on the field with everyone get our helmets and cleats on and, and go to work so it was great great day one do you like the short turnaround going getting back to work you know at uh, spring yeah i'm it's always it's always great to put pads back on or you know helmet and and i mean 
this is what we love doing is is practicing and playing football so for me um maybe it could be a little bit longer but i'm more than happy like i love being out here so and i know a lot of the dudes are the same way everyone's just excited to get back out here and uh and get back to playing football What's the goals? What do you what do you, what do you feel like the team needs to accomplish over the next 14 practices now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, keep keep the knife sharp, pretty much. You know, um, there's a lot of perishable skills that you know we can't necessarily practice without pads on. Um, there's a lot of young guys that need development, uh, and a lot of old guys that just need to hone their craft. And so, I think the our biggest goals. Um, going to spring ball is exactly that. Make sure the young guys get up to speed, get used to getting installs, and, and then, you know, going out and, and putting them to work on the field. And then for, you know, the guys that have been here for a couple years, it's just, yeah, refining their craft, getting better at the details. So, Are there any young guys you've been looking forward to see, finally seeing on the field? Yeah, um, yeah dude. Are we... I feel like our D-line room right now is really young um, in general. Uh, and so there's a lot of guys that haven't seen much uh, playing time that have been here for a little bit. Blake Mangelson saw a little bit last year. Um, you know, Josh Larson got on the field a little bit last year. Uh, but then we have a lot of guys, Hunter Greer, Josh Singh, um, that was with us through the fall. And then, we, you know, Logan Fano, those guys, you know, that, that have been really anticipated. Um, it's going to be fun to just see them work and, uh, and see what they can do. So we're a young group, but we're super excited. Excited. Where do you kind of want to see the defense make the biggest jump in the next year? Um, <laughs> this is, that's a tough question. Uh, be perfect, right? Um, everybody does their assignment 100% of the time, and no one will score on us. No, but uh, I think um, just maintaining our physicality. We're known for tough physical play. Um, and then just staying assignment sound and, and uh, making sure our technique is right. I think if everyone does that, we'll have a really good defense come fall. Did they tweak the alignment at all in the spring so far? What was that? We tweaked the alignment at all for you guys defensive line-wise yet? Um, not not really. Like, our front, our front, you know, will stay pretty much the same. We're just, yeah, just uh, installing a couple new things here and there. And just, yeah, like I said before, just working on getting it down pat. Do you have a preference of playing a three- or a four-man front at all? Or? Um, personally... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm split. Three man gives me more room. Four man gives me one less dude to deal with. So it's it's kind of a trade off. But uh, I probably I probably lean more, you know, towards rushing on the edge, which is a lot of fun. So any advantages to uh, adding the mustache to the repertoire? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, just a little bit of an identity. I guess I was having an identity crisis, so I grew a mustache to. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But. Uh, you know, it's fun. We'll see how long it sticks around for. As long as the wife wants it, right? Yeah, I, she's the one that asked me to grow it, so I can't I can't complain. <laughs> what has the uh, kind of the name, image, and likeness impact had on you specifically with your time and being able to make a little extra money while you're going to school and working? Dude, NIL has been awesome. Uh, yeah, and I we're just we're just getting started. Um, I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of guys that are still waiting on NIL deals to come through. Um, but for me personally, it's it's had a huge impact um, on just what I have to do day to day. You know, it's not. Um, like during the summer, I won't necessarily have to work a job, you know what I mean, which is huge. It gives me a lot more time to train, recover, um, and just focus on studying football. Uh, I think that's going to be the biggest advantage uh, for guys is 
they don't have to go, you know, they don't have to get done with practice and then go work from 5 to 9 or 5 to 10 and then homework on top of that and then, you know, not getting adequate sleep or maybe you're not eating right. Um, there's a lot that goes into the game. There's a lot of effort and preparation. And I think NIL is huge just because it allows college students, um, student athletes to hone their craft a little bit more. So I love it. I'm all for it. There you go, Tyler Batty, and that is going to do it for this bonus edition of Locked On Cougars. For more of my insight, I'm Jay Catch, your host here, obviously. We'll get to the regular edition that coming out overnight. You'll be able to hear more of my comments, some of the narrowed-in uh, highlights of what I took away from media sessions, my observations from the media observation period. We'll get to all of that on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Cougars. Until then, enjoy the rest of your evening. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast, BYU Spring Ball, day one. One recap edition. See ya.